Yo, guys, welcome to Third Times the Charm. This is Music and Madness. Thank you so much for the support that you've shown me the past week. Uh, I never thought that it would turn out this way. But that aside, welcome back. I'm Ghosts, accompanied by the infamous DZ. DZ, how's it going? I'm good, I'm good. So, if you hadn't heard my last 15 minutes, which was the finale, uh, I've decided to take this show in a direction and basically split everything up so everyone has their own segment. This is music, entertainment, media, and we basically just rant and talk about different things that's happening now you heard us last week talk about j cole's album kod which was one of the most lyrical cryptic message bound album of 2018 basically and we had a lot of fun listening to it and a lot of fun talking about it on the show. Similarly to that, Childish Gambino put out a video titled This is America for his single, This is America. And wow, if you want to talk about a lot of messages and hidden themes throughout that video, like Easy. where do you even start? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. A whole lot of things is happening um, in that video, man. A lot of stuff. But what's your view on it, bro? Like, I, think, I think it's a video where a lot of people have to watch, like, twice, at least twice. Yeah, I watched it, like, three times just to get it. (laughs) Just to, like, kind of comprehend what was going on. For example, like, from start to finish, as soon as... As soon as Childish hit the screen, there was, like, symbolism and so many messages. First one that comes to mind is what everyone's talking about when he took the, the stance to execute that person. Yeah, A lot of people are saying that that stance was supposed to be an allusion to Jim Crow. Which, if you don't know, Jim Crow was laws to oppress black people. And throughout the whole video, there were just everything else that was happening in the background was stuff that we should be paying attention to. However, if you were like me and on the first on the first go was just focused on uh, childish, then you didn't catch as much as you could have caught. I caught some things in the background, but it's when I purposely just ignored childish Gambino entirely that I really started to see the message of the song. 
Yeah, and I like to talk about Gambino, focusing on him. What about the Confederate style pants that he has on? It's it's conflicting because I've seen a lot of videos that have also analyzed this and I I honestly don't know what you make of it. It's almost as if he's like saying that like yeah, America no matter where you go even though you don't see it, this issue of like race and inequality, it still hovers over all of us. Mm-hmm. So there's just so well, much. I mean, like for the for the pants, man. Like um, I just know that um. Confederate soldiers um, used to fight to keep slaves from being freed. Right. And um, I don't know. It's probably probably just acknowledging that time period or something like that. I'm not sure. You know, there's not much to break down on of that pants, but I just know that it's that style trousers. You get what I'm saying, man? Right. And yeah, to, I mean, yeah. you brought up, you brought up that um, these pants were purchased in order to keep slaves from being free. And at the end of the video, he is running away. So I think everything comes full circle there. Well, I mean, like, all right. I, I mean, honestly, I'm not sure, man. Like. Just to focus on the pants, man. But I just know that, yo, it's Confederate style. But there's not much to break down on for that. But um, the dances, like the dance moves and all of that, you can just say that, yo, this generation, they just want to party. They just want to dance. They don't want to focus on what's going on in the background. You dig what I'm saying? Right. And that's something yeah. you could hear in the ablips. Like we can, we just want a party, party just for you. Yeah, like you money, can hear money that just for you. Yeah. And the ablips is like, get your money, black man, get your money. You don't really care about anything that's happening. As long mm-hmm. as you get your money, as long as you get to party, like. Yeah, because the dance is. The dancing is um, a distraction. And as I said, that you're going to have to watch it like two or three times just to get what's going on in the background because, I mean, the dancing by itself is captivating. You know, so at first go, when you, at, for some people, when you watch it, oh, you're just focusing on, focusing on the dance move and like, yo, this guy, is, is, he, he's hitting every beat. But you're not, you're not thinking about what's going on, what's really going on. You get what I'm saying? Right. And that's the blindfold that the media that's um they will put um over our eyes you get me right yeah so i mean man this is a there's a lot to break down in this man you know a lot to break down you know just to keep your mind in one place like 
right, right, right. some of us to have out like a one track mind you know because I usually these days when you talk to people about these things they're gonna say yo dog you're, you're reading in too deep mm-hmm. you know this guy's just dancing he's having a good time that's when you talk to like sheep you know sheep slash people you get what I'm saying right, right. yeah well, that's what I got from the dances. Like, but I'm hearing that, yo. Know, like, I've been, like, you know, you scroll through Instagram and people trying to break it down themselves. Which, mm-hmm. um, some people are saying that, yo, know, it's like not all of the dance moves, but like some of them is kind of voodoo style. I was like, yo, no, you're reading in too deep, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I'm not sure. I don't know how voodoo whatever that i don't know that ritual or anything so i can't really argue on that but i mean right come on. yeah i mean hopefully it doesn't go that deep but you know you never know with the with hollywood in it yeah one thing that you did mention is and that i've mentioned before <laughs> is that we had to watch the video more than one time now, what actually got me to watch it were two things. I noticed the the white horse. And uh, I was about to get to that, yeah. Like, if I if I have learned anything from Far Cry, especially the newest iteration of it, it's mm-hmm. like every detail matters. Because just like just like in Far Cry, your your sheriff is named White Horse. Hey, hold on, fam. Hold on. Remember, I'm I'm still in the mid middle of the game. You get me? So, oh, but you, you know, yeah. you, you this is like in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But the sheriff is named White Horse, and it's very. Very biblical themed. But yeah. That's all I'll say, love, because this is not gaming and anime. This is music and madness. So mm-hmm. if you want to hear about me talking about Far Cry and me breaking it down, make sure you tune in for the gaming and anime episode. But yeah, the white horse in the video caught my attention. Like, almost instantly like it's something where you pay attention to it but you disregard it because you're paying attention to something else but then yeah because when you're reflecting the kids like, are dancing around him yeah yeah when you reflect and you're like wait did i see a did i see a white horse earlier and that's mm-hmm. what i had to watch it again i pay attention to everything that happened in the background because honestly yeah. I kind of, I feel sort of guilty for admitting this, but like some of the stuff that he did in the video, I didn't notice. And I don't know if it was because it was late at night when I was watching the video or whatnot. I mean, that shouldn't really be an excuse, but like there was a lot of stuff he was doing that like pretty messed up. For example, I mean, like, mm -hmm the 
when the choir starts singing and he comes out dancing and then he just stops, grabs an AK and then mows them down. Completely missed it the first time. But the second time it caught my attention. Yeah. Yeah, and then like to the like just to talk about the horse of it, man, like yo, I mean you already know what the white horse means, you know. Yeah. You know, you know what, um, what Revelation six two or something like that. Yeah. Right. You already know apocalypse and all that, man. Yeah. So that that's pretty dark theme right there, and like about the like shooting up the the choir. Right. Um. Yeah. There, like, I think what, what was it in twenty fifteen. I don't know. There was a period where there was a lot of church shootings. You know, if church not burning down, you know, some something about yeah, something about that, right? Right. So I mean, and then like he does it in a split second. Yeah. Probably that's why he missed it. He does it in a split second, and it's like back to dancing, back to everything, and you can break that down in the sense that yo, all right. They shoot up a church, you know, a guy shoot up a church and stuff, and you know, the meat like the media just brush it off. Or we just brush it off. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, because and... like thinking about it, no, we don't really talk about it much. Like, yo, a dude went in the church and shoot like what, eight, nine people, and it's like nothing, you know? Right. And there's like I talked about shootings in general in one of my 15 minutes. So if you want to hear my full thoughts on the shooting topic, then make sure to check that out. But yeah, the shooting, it's just something that we've become so desensitized to where yeah. it's a shame we get to a society, we developed into a society where it's normal and like you hear about it and you're just like well oh a shooting happened today Mm, must be tuesday like it's a really really fucked up way of thinking and it's the way that we were growing and this generation and even the next generation is going to like become and that's just it's mad. Yeah. Did you see, um, have you seen the kids on the balcony recording? I did. The I did. Yeah. I caught that the first time, uh, actually. Yeah. And that's, that's how is it, that's how it is right now, man. Right. You know, that's how it is right now. I mean, we, I mean, nothing is wrong with recording, you know, incident or whatever, but like, I'm just saying, I'm just going a little, a little wide here. Mm-hmm. You know, fights, you know, disputes, whatever. We, it's, it's like a, um, how can I say? Quick reaction to pick out, like take out our phones and this video rather than to try to, you know, cool the problem, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, kind of off topic a bit, but I mean, someone got kidnapped you know i think it was in trinidad 
there was a video on Facebook and the guy was on his balcony videoing this guy being put in a trunk. Right? right. And I'm like, yo, you can just simply dial the three digits, 911, rather than to just record a 30-second video and not doing anything. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's, that's, yeah, that, that's the generation we live in right now. It's it's scary because, like, if something bad were to happen, like, and it's it's scary because we all think that, oh, a community with, like, looking out for each other. When it comes down to it and gets down to the thick of it, not many of us are rushing to, to call for help or to help resolve the situation everyone yeah, it's I can like get my ass. yeah i can get my ass beat right now on the road man. you get me right and it'll and it'll end up on world stuff but you yeah, don't get I the didn't... attention that you like <laughs> boy what we, we like to view we like to view things comment you know, and not do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? It like it dies there, right? So we, it's more comfortable for us because you can. Right, let me tell you this. Say like the person who records the incident, the fight, whatever. Right. You know, say like. Hmm, a cop beating up someone, like a black person, anyone, I don't really care. But um, we, we, we rather like record it, put it on the internet, and then we voice our opinion mm-hmm. then and there, right, in the, in the caption or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, we, we, we like to make, right, we like to make uh, moves in comments. But not in real life. You know, that's that's how I see it. Yeah. I mean, just playing devil's advocate here, but on the other side, like you you're in your neighborhood walking and you see uh an officer assaulting like anyone. Mm. Like people people freeze up people say oh i have to call 911 but wait i'm calling the people to save me from the people who are supposed to be protecting us in the first place and it's like on one hand yeah people people suffer from the bystander effect way too much to the point where like no one no one does anything. Yeah. And on the other hand, even when they do something, it's like because I remember there was a there was an incident where the the precinct they, they stand up for the officers because there's no way that this officer would do something that the the victim or people who witnesses who've seen the action 
would do something like mm-hmm. that. So it's such a bad cycle. And it's just an awkward place to be in. And I hope no one ever has to go through that. And if you have gone through that, I hope that justice was served in the way that it should be served. Yeah, I mean, like, I. Well, the story goes both ways, right? Right. Because uh, the videos usually start start, um, when the officer is being more aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know, probably that guy really did something bad, but you won't know that because the only thing you're going to see is what the officer did to the guy. Right. Not saying that I'm rooting for anybody. Like, I'm just saying that, yo, there's two sides to the story, you know? But I'm just saying that, yo, we, we just, we, pre- we prefer to, like, record stuff, you know, and, like, all right, let me just say this. The world star fights, right? Right. How is that different? From, because you cheering that on, or is that different from a cop beating up um, someone? You know, right, right, right. It's all the same, man. Like you, you can't cheer for something and then the next time, you know, it's in a you know different environment, different situation. You you wanna, um, that's when you wanna voice your opinion and your concerns and all that. Right. Yeah. You know? But. Yeah, not to go down that road. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier where you said, uh, yeah, it goes both ways because you don't know what that person could have done. Maybe they did do something horrible and that's why the cop got aggression. And you mentioned that there are two sides to every story. I... Mm-hmm. I believe, and like, not to play devil's advocate, but like, I'm kind of behind the theory that there's always three sides to every story, you know, his side, her side, and you know, and then the truth, the the combination of the two, Mm -hmm. in which case, elements from both are taken and one led to another. So it's just all a matter of cause and effect. Yeah. And like these police brutalities, I mean, I respect our police force. You know, I know that there are some good officers. I've met some fantastic officers in my lifetime who are on who are they honor the badge and they take pride in their work so I'm not knocking them I just think some people that they screen or that go through and graduate the police academy sometimes they mentally break down 
you never know what could be going on in that officer's life. And it causes them to react a certain way. Because it is a dangerous job. Like, make no mistake. However, there are some of the ones that are ruthless. That dishonor the badge. And really, they deserve to lose their badge or be put through a trial and how do you determine that? How do you determine before the cameras are on like Mm -hmm. no one knows what led up to that situation. Yeah. But that's the same man like in any department anywhere there's corruption and there's bad people, you know. Right. And that's always gonna go on, you know. But I'm just saying that, yo. I think we should do more than just record, you know. At least try to do more than just record, you know. So like, I'm not saying that you should like, you know. Black Lives Matter, the, the marches, you know, end of the day, it's just a march. Really. I'm just saying that, yo, we should go through um, better platforms to get our voice heard. And this right here, what um, Gambino did and J. Cole did, that's the best way because music is a language that anyone can understand. Right. Know? And once you do it, you know, in the trendiest way you can, because that's what J. Cole did. That's what Gambino did, you know, to get their voices heard. Right. You know, so I, I, it's best to, like, you know, try to get people to wake up, you know. End of the day, we can't fight that battle, you know, bunch of us coming up, you know, trying to fight the whole cops and all of that. Nah, we cannot win that battle. Man. Right, right, right. But the battle we can win is with our minds, man. You know, once we free our minds, man, um, we're good. That's, that's what I can say, man. You know, you're going to see people, you know, they're going to stop doing certain things you know, stop these world star fights and, you know, these garbage music and the, the drugs and the girls. Yeah. Because that chain reaction can happen. Right. Um, content like this keep pushing out. I believe that, you know, and that's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, to get back to the video, um, did it like the yeah the place that the video was um took um was like when you look around it looks like a prison cell you know like the roof like the the whole bars and all of those stuff right yeah it looks like a prison cell man. like just I- looking up. You know, yeah, just look, you know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. There's already been so many 
hidden messages and hidden meanings and mm-hmm. double entendres and triple entendres. So, like, honestly, as you said, and this will be closing This Is America out. Yeah. As you said, this was a great way for voices like us to be heard and him using his power as you know a social figure people look up to him whatever Mm -hmm. music isn't a language that everyone knows how to speak you know unless unless you can't physically hear music which you can still read music. There's other ways. But almost everyone you meet, music touches them in a different way. Mm-hmm. So for him to, you know, put himself on the line out there just to get that message heard, it's, you know, take that as a W for, for us, you know. KOD was a W. Uh, I think this song was a W. And I just hope that we continue to get artists who are willing to go and talk about these topics and let the world know. And I hope that these songs blow up and I hope that these songs get attention because we need to educate our people. And the only way, the only way we grow is if everyone else is on the same page. Yeah. But that's all we have to say about that. Moving on to another artist who... Not as not as cryptic as your boy Gambino, but she's definitely made an impression. And that's Christina Aguilera. Now, I don't know if you listen to her music. I personally, I listen to some of her music because she's a singer. I used to sing back in the day. This is huge. She's not released anything really in eight years and coming back. You know, this is what I like to see. I like to see older musicians come back into the game, not as in, you know, a way to make more money, but just to do what they love. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but she released two singles within the week, Accelerate and Twice. And this just proves to me that she hasn't really lost a touch. She's able to adapt to current state of music, as we've seen with Accelerate, is a nice catchy tune. You know, everyone can bump to it. And, of course, that angelic voice in Twice. 
is something to be amazed. Um, real quick, how do you feel about older artists uh, coming back into the game? Because she's not the only one, but she's the only one that I really listened to. That's a good question. Um, I like, yeah. I mean, once you know, once you like get into, you know, a vibe that people are catching on to, right? You're good. You know, you're good. And the thing is that she's teaming up with um, a Jamaican female artist. You know, just to get that Caribbean vibe in. Um, her album what is her album again i don't remember the name uh, her album is called liberation yeah liberation right yeah so that's good you know and i believe doing things like that as an older artist you know to get some young artists on that's a good move you know and doing more tours all that man that's good that's good so i commend her for that Right. Well, congratulations to Christina. Uh, I hope it does well. From the amount of views that it's getting on YouTube, I'm pretty sure it's going to do well, but that's all about that. Let's move into more. Let's move into the screen, television screen. Let's move into TV. Oh, boy. We're going to get a lot of 50-50 for this one. So everyone knows about The Walking Dead. Oh, man. It, it blew up years ago. I got into it when I was in high school. As a matter of fact, I binged about three seasons just to catch up. <sighs> Is The Walking Dead fallen off and why? Like, because, bro, like, I'll be honest, I'm still on season seven. I really, I'm not entertained at this point. I am not entertained. So much so that I started watching Fear the Walking Dead. And now I'm like <laughs> even more in a pit because like, bro, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the show, but it just doesn't feel like the same show that you watched in like seasons one through four. It just doesn't feel the same. Starting to get stale. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Sorry sorry to cut you, but um, yeah, I was like debating um, about, you know, season one to season four. And I will kind of like try to fit five and six in there because 
some of the episodes were fairly okay. Right. You know, but um, before I even get to that, like, before I even get to my rant about Walking Dead, like, Walking Dead was a lit series. It was competing with Game of, Game of Thrones. I remember that. You know, it was on a, it was on top of the line. Oh yeah, you it know? was a, it was so, a madness. Yeah, yeah, it was something different to TV, naturally, man. I mean, to look where Rick is coming from, you know, the whole survivors are coming from, and we we lost them um, on the way. Uh, the governor, man, come on, like. Shown all these people, like, bro. That governor arc was probably one of the best arcs in the show. To be honest, yeah. I don't like the Negan arc. I like, I just think, right. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, yeah, yeah, I have to write about this. Like, I love the governor arc. I loved him as a villain. Like, I was excited. Negan, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's like they were trying so hard for him to be a badass that doesn't give a damn about anything. But I I just watch it and I'm just like, I mean, bored, seen it before, like, you know, I've seen anime characters who had who had better development than that entire series. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. <laughs> like, yeah, I, mean, I just... Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those people who are like... Who was like shocked, you know, with the whole... Spoilers incoming for season seven. Just letting letting them out there. When Glenn and Abraham died, you know. I know a lot of I people were like, in, "That was in the latter part." In wait, was it? I think. Hold on. It, it was somewhere in the yeah, middle. Yeah, like seasons last part of season six. I'm not sure. Not I'm really not sure. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people said, like, they weren't going to watch the show because, like, uh, that scene was way too brutal. And I'm like, cuz, this is The Walking Dead, like, survival of the fittest. Like, that scene was probably the only scene where I'm just like, okay, well done. Like, the most shocking scene to me is when they found... um... The little girl in the barn. Oh, honestly, yeah, honestly, like I'm trying to remember. Um, her name was what, Sophie? Uh, yeah, something Sophia? like that. Man. I haven't watched this for so long, man. I've given up on this show. It's not even funny. But that's that's the most shocking scene for me, man. Same, you know. And like, yeah, probably when Beth died as well. Right. Right, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, there were so many characters that like, you grew to like, care for the characters, 
and like mm-hmm. Beth just got done filthy. Like <laughs> Bro, like honestly, when like when you saw the reaction on Rick, Daryl, uh, everyone's face, man, when um the police the female officer shot her in the hospital, I think. Yeah. Uh bro, and how they wet her up with bullets. <laughs> bro. For killing Beth, man. Like that was just intense. And hold up. What about the time when they were trying to take Carl in season three, I think, or season four? Like some biker gang guys. Oh, they're trying to take yeah and Rick bite off that so bitch here <laughs> off, bro. Rick is a straight up like, but no, Rick is a wet puppy man, <laughs> and that's big facts, bro. All right, uh, let me let me comment on like all right, Walking Dead has proven to me. That they need shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. After they bashed Glenn's head in, they went downhill spiral. Spiral. I think they ran out of ideas. Honestly, like honestly, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like I said, that scene was pretty okay. I swear I'm not a sadistic. You know, it's just the nature of the show. But like I was hyped because I was like, yo, I'm I'm ready for the rest of the season. And like I watched a couple episodes afterwards and I was just like this is dead. Yeah, fam. Like honestly, I had to question myself and wonder like if Glenn was a director because they probably killed the director, man. <laughs> because they ran out of ideas, fam. The episodes going down, you know, from in season seven, it was too freaking slow, slower than the zombies. But I don't know what they were doing. And it's like each episode, they just make Rick look like, let me not say any expletives, a wet puppy. He made Rick look like a wet puppy, man. <laughs> Morgan, he lost his screws. Everyone was just dumb. They were just doing dumb shit, man. Right? Right. Oh, Megan, Megan is here. Open the gate. Let's give him everything we have. You know, let's give him some water. Let's give him some um, Fiji water. Let's give him that, that. Let's give him some peanuts. Everything. No one fought back in the whole in, in the entirety of season seven, man. Right? And the, the group stays in one place too long. Too long. Right. And and that's what gets on my nerves. Right? And and fam, like, where are the zombies? Are they in Jamaica? Are they on vacation or something? Where are the zombies? Sleeping, man. Sleep. Fam, I have to wonder, like, if this was Walking Dead. 
you know, or some trailer park shit what I just clicked on on Netflix, man. I was wondering, yo, what was going on with this show? It, it's just a shame because this show, like, when it first came out, was a madness. Like, you had no idea what to expect. Like, especially one, when you were following Rick and he first wakes up from the hospital and to find that one of his friends has been, like, banging his wife and he comes Man, back that and was the like, best season. Yeah. He comes back and he's like, fam, that's my wife. I bang my wife. We're like, we're a family now. Mm-hmm. And Shane get mud. Oof. Like, yo, fam. That was. Let me tell you this. Yeah, that was. Like, that's was, that was a masterpiece, bro. That was a masterpiece. Even. Man, there were just too many things, man, going on. You know, when when um Carl had to kill his um well didn't kill but take his mom out of out, um out of her misery because when she had uh the kid she, she died at yeah I think she lost too much blood. You know, when when um the whole guys were at the prison or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that man, that was intense. That my man. <sighs> Bro. Honestly, ah, the, yeah. the, seasons, the seasons where the when Judith when Judith was first like in mm-hmm. like I was just like that's a bit dumb because you know realistically an infant wouldn't survive that. But I get it. He's the hero. Like, he overcomes the odds. But I'm just... Yeah. yeah. I, I just... I couldn't agree with that. And yeah, it, it kind of fell off a bit. It kind of fell off a bit. But you, you have to remember that Judith is not Rick's. Right. It's... uh, What was that? Shane. Yeah. Right, because like, all right, for right. Rick, for for anybody, you know, to to bang up a chick in <laughs> in this in that effed up world, man, like that's stupid, right? You know, but I mean, it's it's a show, it's in the comics, so yeah, and like to get back to the recent seasons, man. I think I thought Ezekiel from the kingdom mm-hmm. was gonna save the show. I thought he was gonna save the show. Fam, like I saw him and I was like, yo, this dude is a madman. But tell him and that damn tiger of his to get the fuck out of here. Set the whole show, the whole season seven, season eight, and get the fuck out of here, man. Bruv, um, through when, he was, when he was like first introduced, I was like, yo, this dude is a madman. He doesn't like the man was holding a tiger by a chain for fuck's sake. 
Like, bro, I had high expectations. And then to and find this out this dude is soft. Yeah, yeah. To find out he was softer than anyone we've ever seen. Get out of here. Like, get out. Like, don't come back. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Let, let, let's get back to the time when um Carl got his eye murked, man. <laughs> that, well, you know, like, I remember they had some, like, you know, some sheets with some zombie guts and all that over it just to walk past the zombies. Walk right. through the zombies, actually. Right. You know, those are scenes that are really intense. The thing is that why I think people gravitate to Walking Dead is because we kind of see see ourselves in that situation. What we would do in a zombie, a real zombie apocalypse, right? Right. So, like, Walking Dead was teaching us some stuff how to survive, you know, how to do some stuff in a situation. But no, it's just like Negan. They should take the title, throw it in a bin, call it Negan. Right. That's it, man. Like, honestly, first, I thought he was cool, you know, cool character and all that, man, but, like, they're going too hard on him. Way too hard. Like, honestly, in my opinion, the only thing that can save The Walking Dead now is two things. Is the credits. Is the credits. The only thing can save Walking Dead is the credits. I think they should put the curtain on this show right now. If not, let the seasons be shorter. I think what they should do is finally connect the telltale stories and the show. Because right now, I'm more hyped. I don't think... Yeah, I'm more hype to see to see Clementine again than I am to see anyone in the other show. Bro, honestly, all right, hold on. Before they do that, before they do that, they should kill off everyone. Like, leave Carl, leave Daryl, of course. Um, what was Carl's girl's name? I don't know. I remember. That, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I've gotten to a point where I don't remember characters' names because I don't care. Like, I will never oh, forget. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me ask you this. Uh, why they killed uh Sasha? I don't know. You know that was a stupid move. Bro, I'd like stupid move, and the way how she died was just—it was more of an understatement, man. It was—I think they should give her a better death than that, because she deserves, you know, a, like some hero thing. You get what I'm saying, man? Right. Sasha, Sasha is Latina, man. Dude, bro, I think I think Sasha is more badass than Michelle. Because Ooh. I think Mission has gone grown. No, I'm telling you this, man. I'm telling you this, man. Write this down. I'm telling you this, man. Mission has grown soft since she got with Rick. Well, I mean, yeah, soft. that's true. 
But I think I think in Michonne and Rick's case, they're only hard because of their circumstances. Not saying that Sasha isn't, but I feel like before this, Sasha was, you know, definitely had that badass vibe. Whereas Michonne, she was more of, I'll take it, like, my kids are important to me. But when you take them away, she turns into a madman. Mm-hmm. Sasha, I feel, she's just, she always has it in her. And, like, people would probably steer clear in the first place. But now you've given her a chance to express herself. And she's a fantastic shot. Like, cause. So, Sasha, Sasha has been practicing since um, uh, what was that guy they ate? The cannibals ate um, in season. Was it season five? Season four? Yeah, the cannibals like they ate his leg or something like that. His oh, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Since Bob died, Sasha has grown intensely and that's big facts but Morgan I have so much faith in Morgan but Morgan has lost his screws I mean I've right. seen I've seen Morgan in in Fear the Walking Dead like I've seen him in some trailers and like again great Potential just squandered. Fear the walking dead. I think the next move is the credits for that also. Because <laughs> that is whack. And you can write that down. Whack. Honestly. In the first episode, whack. Honestly, I don't. No disrespect to the actors or anything I just don't understand how the show lasted that long that's what I'm saying that's all oh, they had oh, the George Lopez looking guy in it I don't <laughs> remember like, man, that show needs the credits like it's it's downright despicable what's happened to The Walking Dead it's not the same show. I understand that. So, sometimes I honestly think it's like just the people and the chemistry. Like Glenn is one of those characters that like yo the whole Maggie Glenn thing fam you best believe I was rooting for that. I was rooting for your yeah, boy, Maggie, and Glenn. Yeah. And then yeah, to see... Was, uh... And then to see... Glenn, Glenn, Glenn did a slick move, man. Because Glenn, Glenn got her pregnant and he died. Uh, doesn't have to worry about diapers or anything. Jesus. Fam. <laughs> man. But like, you know, I think, man, I'm not sure. 
Hold on, hold on. No, hold I think on, they should bring the governor, the governor back. Pa- yeah. Pause for a second. Can we just talk about the stupidity of wanting a child in a zombie apocalypse? But did she say she wanted a child? I think it just happened. Fam, like... I get that they're married. And where are you going to get caught in a situation like that? Fam, honestly, like desperate times. If you have to, you gotta use what you gotta use in it. Gotta use what? What is it? What is? <laughs> what's the other alternative? What's the other alternative? I mean, it's a zombie apocalypse. They can get creative. Like, fam, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It's a Maggie we're talking. Maggie we talking about. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> you can write that down. I would have done the same thing. I mean And I would tell Negan, I'll tell Negan, yo, wash my skull in, so I don't have to take care of this. <laughs> you know, so like we're big facts. <laughs> Wait, Maggie, we're talking about here. Um, Look, I know, I understand. Like, honestly, like, she, she was part of the reason that, like, I watched the show. Because <laughs> whenever she gets screen time, you know, I'm just saying. Word. Well, I mean, like, yo, come on. I would have done the same thing, man. I mean, but yeah, but Abraham. I guess. guess... Why Abraham? I mean, picked at random, minute (laughs) he drew the, he drew the, the short stick. But. Abram took it like a G, though, man. Like, a real G. Yeah. You got G points for that. To be honest, like, I liked Abraham, but, like, he was disposable for me. Nah. What was the pastor dude's name? He's disposable, and this guy, I don't know, like, Gabriel. the last, last, yeah, Gabriel, the last episode I saw, was when this dude, bro, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch back the video, like the episode, I mean. Dude, me and Richard was confused about it, yo. Like, all right, they went to the Savior's camp, right? Right. You know, to, you know, start war and all that, you know. But bro, let me tell you this. Let me tell you. Let me let me ask you this. Where did in the where in the blue hell did they get so many bullets? <laughs> bro. Bro, when they went to the savior's camp, if you saw the bullet holes they left in the wall, bro. It was like a strainer, man. Yo, and I'm like, yo, 
after all that bullet storm thing and all of that Call of Duty thing, uh, Gabriel, what, what was Gabriel doing again? Like, I remember he jumped out of the car. Or something, like, for some reason, he came out of the car, out of the car either, either to help someone. I don't know what. But he did that. And, you know, the horde of zombies, these zombies that we're, we have been looking for for, what, five, five episodes before we were looking for these zombies. All of a sudden, a lot of zombies are there. So he can't get back to the car. Someone stole it or something like that. And, you know, zombies are cornering him and all that. He went back into the RV because I think Negan was cornered also. And Rick... Rick could have walked down on Negan and sprayed his ass up and end the show. But he didn't. I think he listened to Gabriel bullshit or something. Right. You know? And then Gabriel is the one that end up left out in the cold. He's cornered by the zombies. Went back in the, R- the RV. Negan's RV. Guess who was in there? Guess who is in there for it? Negan. Negan. That's the last episode. That's when I was through it, Walking Dead. Never went back to it. That's where I was finished. Because I could not deal with the stupidity. <laughs> Why would you come out of the vehicle? For what reason? To help who, man? I mean, Bro, I, I, literally, I just wanted to leave that show. Say, all right, cool. I've I've been a long time fan. I want to. I wanted to die a natural death with that scene. Gabriel went. Gabriel, stupid ass, went in the RV and Megan beat his ass up, and that's the end of Walking Dead for me. I want to leave. I want to be at peace with that. I want to leave with that scene and that's it. <laughs> totally and understand. Rick that. is a dumbass. No, hold on. Rick is a dumbass as well because Rick could have walked. Negan was cornered, man. Like a stray dog he was cornered. After they went to the, the Savers camp, wet it up with bullets, Rick had a chance to off Negan and end the show right there as a damn hero and nope let Negan live because Negan is the star of the show apparently man Gabriel you guys chose Gabriel over Abraham Abraham or or Sasha (laughs) well that's where the show ended for you. I mean, to be honest, I can't even remember where I am. I don't know if I'll ever hit the show again. But with that being said, let us know what you think about The Walking Dead. Do you still like it? Do you agree with us that it's just dying and it's getting boring, not entertaining? 
And with that, that ends The Walking Dead. Now, you mentioned this earlier, that The Walking Dead used to compete with Game of Thrones. And I know you feel a particular way about the show. Well, we're going to get into that. So, Game of Thrones is ending. Season, the final season, will be coming in 2019. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm excited. I've been a Game of Thrones fan for how many years? Four years now? I wasn't into it, and then someone made me watch it. Well, they gave me the entire season for free. Then they gave me the next two seasons for free. And then I've just been watching the show ever since. I tried to get DZ into it. And I'll just let him explain his side. First off, middle finger to Game of Thrones. (laughs) Say that one more time. First off, middle finger to Game of Thrones. Jesus. Yo, I'm just joking, man. Like, yo, I can't really... It'd be unfair for me to say anything about Game of Thrones, really, because I haven't watched the show. Right. You know, I think the hype scared me away. You know, but mm-hmm. I can't really voice my opinion. I just chose not to watch it. Right. You know, because of that. Like, I have friends that are big Game of Thrones fans. Oh, uh, you, you see. Know, most, of them are, most of them are women. Hold on, let me say. Most of them are women. Okay. I can tell you, man. If I'm hit by a car on the road <laughs> and my friend comes up to me, she's going to ask, have you seen <laughs> Game of Thrones? And that's the annoyance that just drove me away from watching Game of Thrones, man. So that's that's why I say you know, middle finger to Game of Thrones. I mean, the Game of Thrones community is we can, toxic. I I wouldn't go as far to say toxic. I mean, this isn't League of Legends, <laughs> but. We are a bit strong and we are a bit ruthless at some... I'm not saying about me. Game of Thrones is, I feel, it's a captivating series. And everyone wants to just get their voices known. We turn into that blunt, that blunt kid that doesn't know how to control themselves. That's a damn thing. That's damn right, and we spoil every goddamn major event in this show. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen the show. 
I remember, I, whenever a new Game of Thrones episode comes out, I tried my hardest to stay away from social media. You don't even have to stay away from social media, bro. And no, no, let me finish. I went on Facebook for two seconds. Two seconds. I think it was to respond to a message or whatnot. And lo and behold, there was a spoiler there. Now, if you ever had a show spoiled for you, that you were eager to see, Team out of rage. It's like when I talked about this in one of my 15 minutes. Hearing that Android 16 was getting nerfed. That's how it felt. Like, slap in the face. Everyone's just like, oh, you enjoy this show? Fuck you. From then on, whenever Game of Thrones happens, I watch it immediately. I turn off my phone. No one's allowed to talk to me. Okay, I don't go that far, but I do tune out just to watch the show. And that's as far as I take it. But, yeah. Game of Thrones fans are are definitely... No filter, if you would, if you will. I'm part of the one percent that doesn't watch it, and I'm at peace with that. Though. I mean, technically, you're part of the hundred percent that doesn't watch it because it's not on right now. Um, I'm talking in general. I'm talking <laughs> overall, bro. Yeah, I mean. I was there too. But, you know, I actually enjoy shows like this. I don't really want to talk about it too much because show's not out yet. Don't really want to build unnecessary hype and talk about stuff that's dead at the moment. But it is. It's a nice show. Just wanted to give my thoughts on it because I thought about it recently and that's pretty much it however I do want to talk about one last thing a couple of weeks ago someone made some demo art for teasing a Netflix God of War series you know, this turned out to be fake. But another video game is being turned into a Netflix series. And I'm excited about this because it has a great story. Excited is a very loose word. Great story. I'm eager to see what they do with it. I just hope they don't mess it up. 
I'm a big fan. I know you're a big fan. Let's talk about The Witcher coming to Netflix. Bro, hands down. I'm waiting on that, bro. Because I've played all the Witcher games, man. Big fan of the, the series. Oh, sorry. Big fan of the um, the lore um, that the game has to offer. Uh, what can I say? Bro, I believe that, yo. Netflix is the right, right platform to use. Right. Because Netflix has the right execution for video game um, series, comic book series. They have the right execution, the right color palette, everything, hands down. You know, so I'm looking forward to that, man. Like, the world of Witcher is stupid big, man. Like, huge. Huge. And I know that love triangle. I'm not going to say much on it. I know the love triangle with um, Yennefer, Geralt, and um, Trish. Man, that's going to be drama right there. Um, Like I said, I was excited, and I said that was a loose word. I'd love to see Netflix do a good, 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 good job. The law, as you said, the law of the Witcher is absolutely magnificent. The colors, magnificent. The Witcher Mm -hmm. 3 was a masterpiece. Like, I'm a big fan of The Witcher. I didn't play all the games, but I fell in love with the third one. So much so, I actually have Gwent on my computer, and I play it from time to time. It's that deep, rough. You don't know what Gwent is. Even Gwent... Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a it's a turn based game that you get to play in the game, where you take turns, and at the end of the round, whoever has the highest score wins the round. And you play best of three rounds. Whoever is the winner with their combined score, they win the game. Yeah, and like I remember, like all right, I know Witcher. Well, for me, it took me, you know, including the DLCs and all that. It took me like a hundred plus hours to beat the game. Probably even more. I'm gonna have to check my Steam app for that. But um, there's a lot of side quests, a lot of things to do in that game. You know, before you can even complete it. You know, Gwent, bro, I've spent, if not the majority of hours, playtime, playtime hours in the game playing um, Gwent, you know, because it's a very captivating game. But not to talk about, not to focus on that, I'm reading up more on the series. It's going to, it's going to be an adaptation of the book more than the game. Right. And the game is kind of wildly different from from the book. Um, it's gonna take me a while to adjust to that. I'm still interested to see how it's gonna go, but 
I just know that the book is different from the game. The game cut out a lot of stuff. Right. And changed up a lot of stuff also. So I'm going to have to take that in consideration. So it might start off slow. Right. Might start off slow, you know, but that's understandable because they're following the book because the book is starting off slow as well. No, I haven't read all of the, all of it though, but I can just tell you that. Honestly, I'm, I'm happy that they're basing it off the book, more than the game, because we've seen it. We we've seen it when they try to make movies or anything screen time off of video games. It never really works out. I've seen that in Prince of Persia. I mean, it's like a good Michael Bay film, maybe. But the actual story behind the game just didn't get to be told as lovely as I would have loved. But not to focus on Prince of Persia, talking about Witcher. I'm glad it's going to be but like. Yeah, but what I'm going to say, though, like, I'm wondering, um, all right, seeing that they're going to follow the book, they'll probably start from the beginning, man. Like, I mean, no, not, not to say, like, yeah, talking, like, if you played Witcher, Witcher 1, all that, just so for, just for those who didn't read the book. Right. You know? Let's hope they start from the beginning, just so, so he, just to develop Garrett's story. Because I know that people never played the game before will watch the series, right? You know, so I hope they work something out to, you know, make other people to gravitate to the series. You know, non-gamers, everyone alike, right? And just real quick, uh, we've talked, we've said The Witcher like so many times. If you aren't familiar with the game, it is a an open world game that's fantasy where you play as a badass character who uses magic and weapons in order to get some goals done, and you meet some cool characters along the way. There's witches. There's Almost anything you can think of, like in a fantasy realm, elemental. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett is like, he's he's like um. All right, let me just to dumb it down. He's like a monster hunter, like a bounty hunter for like witches, yeah. anything, any oddities, you know, and yeah, and. As I say, he meets some cool characters on the way. It's like a... I know I'm going to... Like... A better version of Game of Thrones. Yes, I <laughs> Write it down. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. I said it. Easy I, said think, it. I think we're just going to end it there. <laughs> One one twenty eight a.m. in Jamaica. I said, yeah. yep. I said. <laughs> "Well, you heard it here from 
DZ folks, uh, don't at me, please. I didn't say this. Uh, DZ said uh, The Witcher is a much better version of Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll just have to see when the series finally comes out. Um, we'll keep on that story, but it is rumored to be in 2020. So we have two years. I hope they do a good job. Man, a lot to talk about this this episode, yeah. If you did enjoy, make sure to subscribe to what on whatever platform you're on. Our favorite this podcast. Follow me at oncebitten underscore twice shy. Uh, DM me ideas, what you want us to talk about. Uh, give us some artists to listen to because we're down to listen and discuss. Uh, in the upcoming weeks, I will have a local band um, interview. I'll be interviewing Alliteration or the lead singer for Alliteration. So look out for that in the next two or three episodes. But that wraps it up for today. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in. As I said, favorite this podcast, share it with all your friends. Just get it out there. Anything you want to say to the people easy other than shit on Game of Thrones? Well, yeah, it's been a good discussion. You know, hope we have... um more topics like this, you know, um, and Witcher is a better version of Game of Thrones. I said it one thirty-one a.m. in Jamaica. I said it. <laughs> yeah. That wraps it up for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you next week. Peace. See you later. God bless.